0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to have, say, ten beers?
1: (laughs) I'm Mike. I'm Nate. (laughs) I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading our Patreon poll-selected book for the month, Rosemary's Baby by Ira Levin, and two people are starting with a beer. They're drinking for two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nate, what is this beer that we both have from Finback? Oh, we both have Neighbor Neighbor. That's Neighbor two times. (laughs) (laughs) A lager
0: with sea salt brewed in collaboration with Narragansett.
1: Man, Finbeck's really slumming it with the collaborations lately. This tastes like beer.
0: In collaboration with Budweiser. (laughs) No. um, (laughs) So anyway, Neighbor Neighbor, because the main characters of this book... Whose names I've totally forgotten already. Uh, guy and Rosemary. Even though I read it all yesterday. Yeah, Rosemary and guy, some guy. Guy and Rosemary, yes. Guy. Didn't even bother. Some guy. They have neighbors who are like very nosy. Let's just say for the moment, they're very nosy. They're neighbors from hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. What do you think of the, the beer, Nathan? It, it's It is beer. It is beer. I'm Does getting, it taste like it has more sea salt? Like aroma of sea salt than I actually get taste of sea salt. That's probably for the best.
0: Maybe a little bit. I mean, it's not super salty or anything. Um, well, I'm glad it's not super salty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like a definitely. salt lick. <laughs> it's not like that pretzel beer that Mike had. Oh, God, which I right. It was probably it made very you salty. more dehydrated than <laughs> when you started. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all beer, actually. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, it's it's fine.
2: It's, it's beer flavored it's
0: beer, totally mostly.
2: fine. It's I could drink twelve if, of these. If you had told me there was no sea salt in it, I would also believe that. Yes. Something I never thought about. A, I say about a beer is a
1: uh, beer needs more salt. <laughs> so rosemary's baby was our
2: spooktacular choice.
1: Yeah, we sp- yeah, put put scary books and we're like, please don't pick a fucking long one. Thank God we picked the short one came out in 1967 it was quickly adapted into probably the much more famous movie though that movie fucking blows because it follows the book so accurately <laughs> yeah that's that's probably why <laughs> and it follows a young couple in New York in the 60s who they get a um, apartment in a really good building cuz that's, well, that's some things haven't changed in New York I guess
2: and before before we start this is a, this is one of the you know most famous horror story horror movies in, in the world. And you know, it's also a book. Let's say it was horror stories, in general. And I just I saw this time review that really showed how scary it really was. It's time called As Unsettling as the First Stirrings of a Poison Ivy Rash at the conclusion of a picnic. So that's how scary we're talking for this master of horror story. It's like, ooh,
1: <laughs> this is a minor <laughs> inconvenience after a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is scary cuz they get an apartment. It's the Bramford, which is some like I forget where they in the, like the upper west side. I forget it's, where they it's, are. In it's the Central
0: Park West basically. Uh, and, one yeah. of the other things is that oh, well, we, we you know, we wanted to get into the Bramford, but their friend who's like basically knows it's haunted tells them, "Oh no, don't go to the Bramford. You should go to the Dakota because they, John Lennon will live there." I mean, he doesn't and also say that,
1: obviously the movie. Well, the Dakota was, co- was like a con- was condos or whatever, it was co ops. It wasn't, yeah, rentals. but also, so, yeah. they
2: shot Rosemary's Baby, the movie in the Dakota.
1: Well, they wanted like old, you know, timey, you it's know, a very department. famous building for things. Shitty, it's also where what? one of our
0: patron only episodes takes place. Oh, yeah, time, time, travel, by.
1: time travel by wearing costumes, <laughs> <laughs> by eating pork chops. Like <laughs> <laughs> we don't you need know, pork chops anymore.
2: It's a good thing I have these archaic <laughs> food items.
1: And again, I've been watching that Dahmer thing. If I have to hear the fucking... Fr- have you watched that yet? No. No. He, he says pork chops constantly. <laughs>
2: it's like That's because humans taste go- like pork.
1: And constantly. People are like, what the fuck is that smell in your apartment? And you're like, oh, yeah, I had uh, some pork chops. It went bad. <laughs> he just keeps saying that. <laughs> I like pork chops. Um, which and he, does, makes, he does a convincing guy from the Midwest accent. <laughs> anyway, so they get an apartment at the Bramford and Rosemary, is a young woman who just wants to be a wife because it's the 60s still. And have and, babies. And her husband is a guy who wants to be an actor. And he was in, they say it about 400 fucking times. And I don't know if these are real plays or not, but he was in Luther and Nobody Loves an Albatross. And I was like, am I supposed and to fucking know what those commercials. are? And he was in a commercial for Preparation
2: H or whatever. But also, no before noise, he but. changed his name from Guy Woodhouse, his original name was Sherman Peden, like Sherman Peden him.
1: Well, uh, Satan will do that to him eventually (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna get peed in by Satan
2: (laughs) So I guess Satan will come
1: through him, literally? (laughs) <laughs> so they move into their apartment, and their apartment is Wait, like
0: the mo. Yeah. Okay, just you know, because this is oh, yeah, do written it, in
1: the sixties,
0: so just like in real estate prices, they say that they move in to this oh, like yeah, four that. bedroom apartment on the like upper west side, east side, west side. Anyway, it doesn't west matter either one, like Central Park, west side. <laughs> it's the Tupac like, of Manhattan, west side, and they pay five hundred and eighty dollars. For, for, for first month right. plus security deposit
2: for a four-bedroom
0: like, apartment on the Upper West Side. Like, holy shit. Like, is that
2: doesn't even cost, that, that's even steep. It's more the cost of one second of living there now. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. You can't even look at it on the street for that much money. They'll, they'll chase you away <laughs> if you come close to can't the building. Get your plebeian eyes off my home. Don't you dare look at that pre-war architecture. You
0: can't even rent a refrigerator box on the sidewalk for that
1: price <laughs> on the upper West Side. Maybe downtown on the upper West Side they don't even they won't they don't even have bums there. They chase them away. It's the only they, one of the places in New York where they they chase them away. You go to any <laughs> other part in Manhattan, go back to the subway, <laughs> teeming with bums. But then they come out on the street there and like, oh dear God! And then they're just like, whoop, get out of here, moving along, hobo. And as soon as they hit to the, like, 59th Street or wherever the cutoff is, they're like, All right, you can, you're fine here. South of the park. So they move in, and they soon meet their neighbors. Well, they meet a couple people. They meet, I forget the order, but Rosemary meets a girl in the laundry room for one scene who they're buddies. Terry Giannafro. Yeah, and they're like, don't even try to spell it, toots. It's a big, <laughs> it's a long guinea <laughs> name. You know <laughs> we can't fucking spell. I mean, you got to use at least two hands to spell
2: it. <laughs> It's like rigatoni plus giraffe. <laughs> so, and,
0: and she is a former dope fiend. But, but she says she's a dope her, fiend
2: and heroin addict. So she must have meant weed. Yeah. It's like she led with. I think, with they the me- I like, I think <laughs> when they
0: said dope fiend, they
2: actually meant heroin. But, but, I, like, but they in the next part, separately. they say, they, in the same list, they put dope and heroin. So she's like, I'm leading with the weed addict thing. Heroin is just <laughs> like, a, I did that also for fun, but I was really into weed. I really loved fish. So that was mentioned in like the second scene. Wicked munchies. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: mentioned in the second scene uh, uh, about you know meeting the girl who, who moved move to New York. But also the other thing that because the because Rosemary is from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, no, Omaha, no Oklahoma.
1: It doesn't. Omaha, yeah, she's from I mean, Omaha. Well, Omaha,
0: yeah. There we go. They keep and confusing then, it with
2: other states because it's a. And state.
0: then she keeps hearing from her. What was it? brothers and sisters or something a lot about like, about that about all the homosexuals in new york and it's kind of like uh, an and, and they mentioned that a whole bunch of <laughs> times too ridiculous. all the homosexuals and it's kind of like well she doesn't i, I couldn't help but not, think in the, 60s, in the 60s <laughs> in the 60s the only people from of the middle america knew about new york was dope fiends and homosexuals that's that's and, what they thought new york was and Jews. Yes. <laughs> they
2: understood that Well, terribly. they didn't mention
1: that in the book though.
2: Well, they don't Well,
1: cuz uh, yeah. she doesn't hear him of her family. They, very they much. do mention Jews at one point in the book in the, an oh, amazing yes. the, the
2: sadness of, his, uh, of his, his of his race, race or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's
1: tortured. He <laughs> yeah, had the all the, the of his sensitivities of race. his race, yeah. Oh, wait, the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, Abe Abraham Saperstein <laughs> just like, "Oh, yeah. that guy sounds a little <laughs> He's a little brilliant biggly.
2: man with all the sensitivity of his much tormented race." <laughs> And we got some choice words for the Japanese at the end of the book. Um, oh,
1: that's fantastic. Because I mean, I don't want to get yeah, ahead of okay, ourselves, we'll, but, we'll but also, you expect like, a book from 1967 to be racist as fuck, and it's not that bad, honestly. And then you get to the end, oh, here it is. <laughs> he saved it. <laughs> he got it. He got it in Just Under the Wire. well, he got the nice racism in there.
2: We hear about all this stuff from Rosemary family, but we don't really hear it in real time because she doesn't talk to them much anymore because they have basically written her off because she married a Protestant who his mother yes. is married to a Jew. And they're all Basically, you know, Midwest Catholics. <laughs> so, you know. And they're all like hardcore into the Pope and sucking the Pope's dick.
1: And she, I mean, she can't keep track of her siblings because they're just constantly having children. It's like every time, Because <laughs> they're still sending letters they're because like they're on phones
2: in Omaha. And every time a new letter comes, she's like, I've got 15 more nieces. And she's like, <laughs> uh, the Pony Express is picking up next week, so I'll send a letter to them then. Because One day we'll get a full-size horse.
0: <laughs> it does say over and over how Catholic Rosemary is. And then she says, Yeah, my brother, he's got eight children and he's only twenty-four or
1: twenty-six, something There's like that. There's nothing else to like, do in Omaha. Like, well, I mean, that's impressive. So they move in, she meets she meets a uh, Giuseppina you know Terry Giannappolo Napolaton. <laughs> uh, yeah, pasta fajoule. And they become friends for <laughs> one load of laundry. <laughs> And then you also meet the neighbors who have taken her under their, you know, wing. They've saved her from a life of sucking dick in alleyways. And they gave her a and stinky they're... necklace. <laughs> which, is, which is different Not than a, a pearl necklace. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> it's when Actual you shit on someone's necklace. tits. You give them a stinky necklace. <laughs> when you have diarrhea and you shit on a girl's chest, you know that thing? It's a stinky necklace. <laughs> And then she was like, hey, "Whatever, this is Beats being on the street," where I had to do that for free anyway. <laughs> was, I did that for a lot. I didn't even have shelter for that then. <laughs> so they meet the old people and they're Minnie and Mickey. No, what the fuck was his Roman. name? Roman. Roman. Roman and uh, Cast, Cast Castellano, to be whatever, later directed by of. Roman Polanski, who was also into shitting on girls, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. And so they're you know old people and they're kind of nosy and you know annoying as fuck. Um, but, you know, they're trying to be polite to them. And then I forget the order, but like if they go to their house first, no, they don't go to their house first. Cause then one day Rosemary's coming home and there's like a whole scene outside of the building and the fucking and Terry's girl, been turned into a fine bolognese. <laughs> 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 and she's got, yeah, like her, she has leapt out of the building and landed on a car. And I love that the police officer was so sensitive to it. Because they're like Get out of here Nothing to see Here's some dead broad Or whatever they're saying And um, just an Italian is, <laughs> is some, Just somebody's gumbada Fell out of a window uh, <laughs> She was making so, it A stromboli Too aggressively <laughs> <laughs> And then the girl She's like What happened uh, t- Teresa Ginofrio That's the name And uh, It's the cop talking Yeah he's like Are you folks The cast of On the seventh floor I'm Like we are He says you better brace yourself for some bad news. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who she's, is she? Like she's dead. She killed herself and then he points a thumb over his shoulder like jumped out the window. <laughs> like, looks as like as an, it. an like overcooked like Somebody spilt That stuff. Yeah, that's right.
0: sensitivity training really <laughs> paying off.
1: It's like a fine marinara all over the street here. <laughs> She's a lot Bigness. flatter than broad right now.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, God damn it. <laughs> you could see here all the cheese came out of her cannoli. That doesn't even make sense. Okay, so... <laughs> 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 this is going to be difficult to tell you, tell you, but... <laughs> it's only like one page of the book. I don't know why we're stuck on this. Because this is how um, people felt about Italians back then. <laughs> And New York and They're like, oh, how are you thinking about this? Penny for your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, all right I can't think of any other pastas right now But I'll try So, Rosemary and Guy I mean, we're just being so silly right now
0: <laughs> So, Rosemary and Guy They're like, oh, that's so sad But that's how they're actually introduced to their neighbors Who are this older couple named Minnie and Roman and they're like, "Oh, that's so sad. She lived with you." I'm like, "Yeah, uh-huh." Past tense. <laughs> and then <laughs> okay. three, two nights later, Minnie knocks on the door, and it's like, "Oh, can I come in? Oh, it's so nice to
2: meet you. Oh," and it's like really nosy about everything going on. And then she's like, "Oh, oh, wait, we skipped an incredible night of when they when when she dies. I just we have to go through this because it's amazing. Oh, okay. Do you remember what happens after after Terry killed no. herself? They go upstairs, they play Scrabble, they have sex, and they, <laughs> they eat make spaghetti Leo. and milk. <laughs> <laughs> just like Teresa would have wanted. <laughs> and then they have the first like dream sequence where you're like, Did I miss a page? What the fuck is going on? The changes like mid paragraph to some, some some crazy shit, and you go to the next page, it's like, Oh, I had a dream. Okay. I really thought that I just got a bad copy of this book. And then the old people come over,
1: and they come in, and like, they try to open the door, and she's like, "Open up she's like, "No, we have no key <laughs> <laughs> no key, come on, all right, fine <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> but I, will say, I need to have a beer uh they <laughs> fucking they 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 barge into their lives in many different ways, many and uh and roman they're like infiltrators." <laughs> And they're going to infiltrate Rosemary's womb real soon. Uh, this is from Root and & Branch, and it's called Infiltrator, and it's an IPA. A multi-wheat, multi-oat slash wheat India pale ale with entirely, it says, brewed and dry hopped entirely with freestyle Nelson hops, which is when brewers start rapping, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what freestyle hops are. You just grab random handfuls and just throw it in. But judging from the amount of brewers that are white guys with a belly and a beard, their freestyle raps must be fucking horrendous. Like, oh, yeah, my name is Frank, and I like to brew stouts. That's what we are all about. And then you're like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Die. And uh, this is great, by the way. <laughs> this beer. Better than anyone's freestyle raps, in my opinion. But when I went to the brewery and bought this, they had a different thing on the menu. I was like, let me get that thing. I forgot what it's called now. And the guy's like, oh, we're all out of it. But we replaced it with infiltrator. I was like, all right, then I'll fucking get that or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's better. I was like, I don't know if you should be saying that about your own product. <laughs> like, it's, we had a shittier beer yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Because no, then you your be next honest. thought is like, so if I come back next week, will you have even better beers? I mean, maybe it's a brilliant marketing thing, actually. That I have to just keep showing up to get the better beers. So then they uh, start hanging out and uh, they have a dinner party with the, the old folks. And uh the old guy has a million stories. He's like, Oh, I worked in Vaudeville or whatever, because I've he's been everywhere.
0: Old. You name it, I've been there.
1: And they're like, Really? Japan, he's like, been there. I'm like Finland, took a dump there. Like it just keeps <laughs> like going through like, you know, I've been everywhere. I'm like, alright, cool. And but and Rosemary, at first Guy was like, Oh, let's just put up with this shit. And then afterwards, guy's like, you know what? They're really nice. We should see them more. And Rosemary's like, whatever, I don't get to have opinions. I am a birth vessel and it's 1967. And guy his career is pretty shitty. Besides being in nobody loves an albatross, he's not really finding success and he wants to be in this play and you know he finds out he doesn't get the part. They're going to cast some other schlub, Donald Baumgart. Yeah. And then that guy goes blind from photitis and guy and then they're like, "We need you, guy. We need any guy, really." Uh, can you do it? And he's like, I guess I can. And then all of a sudden, his career turns around dramatically.
2: And also, uh, Minnie has given Rosemary the stink necklace.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, when a man loves a woman very much, he can give her a stink necklace. <laughs> <laughs> or an old lady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this it's, it's, it is not a gendered thing, actually. But it's a little locket. It's like, oh, it's made by my friend who's a... Dentist who makes jewelry on the side And we just filled it with this good luck Fungus it's Like, all right, fine. Root. It smells like ass though Yes that'll ward off the evil eye, and, Brown and, eye. Uh, and the homosexuals In New York City apparently mm. <laughs> Then Rosemary who has been Not really much in the plot but it's been Hinted at she's been wanting to have a kid She's, been, and she's guys been, been
2: scheming To have a kid by like trying to get Quote unquote accidentally pregnant
1: For a long time but his pull-out game is strong. But then she... All of a sudden, he's like, let's have a kid! Because he's been putting it off because he wants to you know, advance his career. And all of a sudden, he's like, let's do it. And he's like, she's like, all right. She doesn't think that's weird. He's like, ah, oh, he just, you know, he's tired of nutting on the couch. Right? So then they, they, you know, go to have sex or whatever. They're going to have sex. And that night, she has a dream where she gets raped by the devil. <laughs> well, she has a dream where she's getting... Um,
2: well, a bunch of stuff happens because... He he's going over to, like, hang out with the old people, and at some point, the old lady comes over and is like, he has picked out two special days to bang, because he's really into, like, fertility cycles or something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know... Multiple articles in Cosmo. Well, the old lady comes over and gives them a special chocolate mousse with different kinds of nut toppings on it. (laughs) And (laughs) so... And, um... She has to, you know, she made them dessert, so she eats the moose, but she doesn't eat all of it because it's not very good because it tastes weird because of all the nut, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, is there someone, bleach in I this? I think someone... This is a little salty. Someone... <laughs> someone, someone come in my moose? But... Uh, <laughs> so she doesn't eat all of it. It's important she doesn't eat all of it. So once she passes out from being uh, apparently roofied, roofied by this nut moose...
1: Moose roofie yeah. is... Uh, is the worst thing that happens in New Hampshire. <laughs> it's a corn album, <laughs> and so she is not awake,
2: but she is not fully unconscious, and she dreams that she's being banged out by her husband while all the old people from the from the building surround her, and they're all naked. It's gross because they're old and all saggy. Oh, it's and they paint, paint on the floor <laughs> devil words on their chest and stuff. And her husband's wearing. And a one leather guy's suit.
1: playing like the
2: recorder. Yeah, that's the worst part. He's <laughs> playing hot cross buns part. on loop.
1: <laughs> By a lot, yeah.
2: <laughs> Very hot cross buns because these buns are made in hell. <laughs> and They're it's an upside down. The crosses cross. are upside
1: down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is an upside down cross at the end.
2: Uh, you know, but then she wakes up. Is like, oh. I feel kind of weird. I'm covered in scratches. It's like, oh, well, you know, we banged. She's like, I was unconscious. Like, you shouldn't have raped me. I was like, get over it
1: in the 60s. She's like, hm, you're right. I'm being silly. Yeah, she really is like, <laughs> she's like, what happened? like, well, it was the night we were supposed to fuck. She's like, but I was, a, I was out cold. He's like, but, but my penis. And she's like, you're right. <laughs> that's true. I shouldn't I've have questioned you. you, you. Gotta, that is a very good point. I'm being a silly, dumbheaded woman. <laughs> it's basically how she responds. Like, oh,
2: gosh. She said, you shouldn't have raped me. And then the next paragraph gets
1: over it. And he's like, you sleep wanted it. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I did. That's right. And so then she she's, thinks she's pregnant. Also, the JFK and the Pope were there. <laughs> was JFK? Oh, in the, in the dream, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had gotten over his assassination, is a line from the Pope. I
1: got better. He got over it. <laughs> Oh, this is uh, the line you're referring to. I think be said, she said, it's supposed to be shared, not one awake and one asleep, she said. Then, oh, I guess I'm being silly. <laughs> Just she says the word rape at some point. Oh, she, well, she says, I dreamed someone was raping me. And he's like, thanks a lot. I was giving you that good dick. And she's like, what? And then she realizes she's been clawed at. She's like, I have scratch marks. He's like, yep, yeah, that's from the very consensual sleep sex we had. <laughs> I have a hangnail. That's what did it. And she's like, oh, that explains everything. Were you thinking about JFK again? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to infiltrate your bay of pigs. (laughs) I've got a hole you can fill. (laughs) (laughs) Nate, now's your chance to do it. (laughs) But JFK said
2: in her dream, too. Where's the beef? (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) So then she finds out she's pregnant. And, um, like, immediately. So, very early pregnancy. So, she goes
2: away for a a week away. You know what we haven't done yet? We want to open another beer.
1: So, she finds that she has the dream where she's being raped by a goblin thing (laughs) with yellow eyes and horns, but it's You Know Who. (laughs) (laughs) This is Spearson Finback, and it's called You Know Who. And it's a double IPA that's 8.5% alcohol that is dry hopped with Simcoe, Nelson, and cashmere, which is the fabric that the devil prefers to wear, it turns out. Got to be comfortable. Yeah, this is a delicious beer. We should say this beer. And all of our beers are brought to us by our supporters over at Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com, so slash Drunk Guys Book Club, where you can get things like voting. You could vote in our monthly book poll. You could get exclusive content. There's new. There's exclusive content every month. Uh, At least one full-length episode every month We have um, merch stuff we'll give you We get a discount on merch that nobody seems to want to purchase And (laughs) we have uh, other things But most importantly, you get shouted out On the book poll episode that you vote for And uh, we will say anything But this week, it's Nate who does the saying So, good luck Nate, why don't you thank those fine people? I would like to thank
0: DK Law, Nathaniel Thick Richard III Frederick, Sean Nora, Beatrice Maurice, Nin, Courtney, Sophia, David, Derek, Carol, Sarah, Nick, Joseph, Jeff, Yolanda, Jennifer, (laughs) Scooby-Doo should leave the gang behind and work with me to solve the mystery of how that peanut butter (laughs) got down there.
1: I would also like to thank Zoinks!
0: <laughs> I'd also like to thank Disney's next live-action remake should be "All Dogs Go to Heaven." <laughs> Their cartoon is hot, but I need the realism to climax.) I need a tolik. Barry, Julian. Philip these holes. I need to have a tiny wiener. <laughs> Yeah, people are out for
2: out for blood. <laughs> Creativity really goes out the window sometimes. Grace Catherine Colton. Are you looking at these, Jimmy? No, I'm just pleasantly surprised. Too long
0: cock, no gag. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> where is my damn dog? <laughs> hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. When Nate comes near, a dog sheds a tear. <laughs> Joe, Crab, Michael, Daniel, Hayden, emotional support burrito, and CL. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Another perk you can get as a patron is two days from now, we are going oh, to be yeah. doing a live episode, which means if you are a patron. Even a one dollar a month patron, you can join us on Zoom where we talk about a book. This book that this month's this quarter's live episode is going to be on
2: Osferatu, which by came Joe in a very close second in this poll, and we couldn't think of a better rebook to do.
1: Well, it's, it fits the, the theme, of the month, and all that shit. It's
0: spooky, so join us while we do an episode like we normally do, but you can join in with us making fun of the book or of us, were probably of me, because that seems
1: to be all we do. <laughs> <laughs> you can change your name to anything, and we'll read it. And to be fair, me or Jimmy will read it, not Nate this time. Yes. But I know that some of you will just make us say mean things about Nate, which, <laughs> you know, superfan Eli messaged me. He was like, is it just being mean to Nate now? Is that... I feel like, like, and I was like, I, it seems to be. I have sen- uh, I sent a message to some others. like, we need to rotate the person a little bit at some point. <laughs> well, he said, how, I, "How do you guys feel knowing your podcast is one of the last places where bullying is still cool?" "Yeah, we're that. old school." <laughs> <laughs> next month is it my turn? I think next month. Is yeah, my next turn. month's is your turn. All right, so you can make some like dumb libertarian jokes or whatever. Okay, so <laughs> uh, thanks, patrons. And looking forward to seeing you at the live thing soon. The date for that, by the way, is Thursday, October 27th, 27th.
0: 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The only real-time zone. It's going to be great. Unlike Rosemary's Baby, which is going to be not bitch. great.
1: Well, the episode's not going to be premature. It's going to be right right on time. We might be late, actually. <laughs> we've, been, we've done it's happened. Before. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's pregnant, she, and she, she starts going to the she's she's gyno. Pregnant. She
2: goes up to a cabin. To get away from Guy, who's being a real dickhead, and she's like, "Oh, I hate him so much!" And it's like, "I'm gonna eat all the hamburgers I see," and then she's like, oh, "I'm gonna eat a hundred eggs," and then she's like, "I must be fucking pregnant." And so she goes back, and she, they're, they they're, they're like pregnant, and then she, she goes to her buddy's lady Hutch's doctor. house.
1: She go what Hutch? It was Hutch. Oh, wasn't it wasn't Hutch's house. It was not the friend? Hutch's cabin or something like cabin. Yeah. yeah. That's where she goes. Because Starsky's was busy. Yes. <laughs> it
2: was booked. And then she goes back to her, her lady doctor, and he's like, hmm, you're definitely pregnant. Um, I want to take some more blood tests, though, because your blood's all fucking weird. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's got hooves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and so yeah, uh, yeah. she tells everybody. Spoiler. and. And then Roman and many are like, no, you're going to talk to our, our, our doctor. He's a Jewish doctor. They're just
1: inherently better. He's a brilliant man with all the sensitivity of his much tormented race. Yep,
2: that is what they said. And he's one of the top OBGYNs in, in the country, and they're going to get her inspected. And he goes, and it's like, it's OB-GYN oh, Kenobi. hello. Shalom. <laughs> oh,
0: well, first she went to a different... Yeah, that's the guy with the extra blood, and And he's just a regular one. And then, and then the neighbors, Minnie and Roman, were like, "Oh, you should see Doctor Saperstein
2: because he's."
0: Saperstein, whatever his name is. I and know, he, he really he's can. delivered all the biggest celebrity babies in the city. He's the most renowned.
1: <laughs> the biggest one, the 14-and-a-half-pound Elizabeth Taylor baby. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> like he's, they're the largest he's, babies. And, and he'll
0: <laughs> give you, because he's a friend of ours, he'll give you a discount. You should go see him instead. And he's It's like, a real oh, devil's yes. bargain. And you're going to come see me every... Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're <laughs> it's gonna see convenient. It's very convenient. Every week, and they're like, oh, that's weird, and he says a bunch of things like, don't listen to your friends, every pregnancy is different Don't read any Just books b- Yeah, don't read any yeah. books about it, because there's definitely the no knowledge in books
1: But he's like, this is what I do for all my patients, I am a very dedicated doctor And they're like, hey, as long as it's cheap, because my husband's shitty SAG insurance is not <laughs> covering anything. Well, it was still like like, $4. I mean, it was 1967. Yeah. Well, because the entirety of medicine was penicillin and x-rays. So he goes, uh, she's like, let me start taking those like prenatal vitamins. Like, no, no, no. The old bitch that lives next door to you is going to make you a special vitamin milkshake every day. That's my prescription. And she's like, that makes sense. Sure. Well, Minnie does have several Uh basil plants. So... She starts bringing her this, you know, the world's worst shamrock shake every day. (laughs) It's just this green sludge. It's wheatgrass. Oh, it's fucking terrible. But, but many. And uh, and then the real problem is you find out that they're all hippies. (laughs) They're like, oh no, everything's organic. (laughs) They're just going to talk about fucking couscous now. I got this at Whole Foods. It has quinoa in it. (laughs) It's a superfood. So Rosemary's
0: having a lot
1: of. devil, Devil milkshakes.
2: She's in
0: pain all the time. A lot of pain. It's in the the hip, in the hip joints. No, in the bones. Pelvis joints. Pelvis bone. In the pelvis joints, and I was like, "Does that mean hips, or does that mean something else?" (laughs) (laughs) Does the pelvis have other joints besides the hips?
2: Her pussy bone hurts,
1: Snape. The guy who wrote this is not a doctor, (laughs) but I assumed it meant her. Her, you know, abdomen area, like. In the lower realm Yeah, yeah But it's said
2: Pelvis joints Like your, your pelvis What are those? Your pelvis doesn't move?
1: <laughs> are you <laughs> one of those Solid
2: <laughs> pelvis people? I don't have a Reticulating pelvis
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah the anatomy The, the medical stuff was uh, I mean it was purposely wrong For most of the book So Well it because was pretty, Why medicine? get any of it right? Yeah. So then she's in pain, and he's like, that should go away in a day or two. And it takes like a trimester, and she's and she's losing weight. She's, she can't eat or sleep. She looks like death. Everyone who sees her is like, oh my God, what you happened? Look to like you look like a Holocaust victim, they say. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm just pregnant. I'm glowing. <laughs> <laughs> this is me glowing. <laughs> and Hutch comes over,
2: over, and he's like, man, you look like uh, everyone that got out of Dachau. And she's like, "No, I'm good, man." And uh, and then Roman comes over and he's like, "Hello, I'm a creepy neighbor." And Hutch is like,
1: "And I don't know, I don't have Stink boundaries. necklace.
2: And then he's like, "It's Tannis root." And she's like, "I've never heard of that." And I know all about roots. I saw the miniseries, and then he's like, "I'm gonna look <laughs> it
1: up." <laughs> no, I think she was. I think she was really just into reggae. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like roots. <laughs> <laughs> These things are jamming. Yeah, there
2: was a line
0: that's like she grows herbs in her garden. And then what some kind of, them of are d- like herbs. Selassie. What kind of
1: herbs does she grow? Irie <laughs> ones. <laughs> can we get back all of our shitty accents in this one episode? We got JFK, let's get the let's get the reggae ones, the the Caribbean ones from Jane Eyre.
2: I like to smoke the herb when I can.
1: But yeah, so she starts. So Hutch is like, "I'm going to milkshakes from, from the voodoo mama that lives next door."
2: And then also, her husband runs home in the middle of filming, and he's got his makeup on, so he looks orange because he's filming an oompa loompa scene from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and uh, because he's he, being Donald Trump for a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's olden times. And he's like, oh, hey, Hutch, what's going on? And I'm um, happy you came by. Maybe get the fuck out. My wife is uh, sick with baby.
1: <laughs>
2: and then the <laughs> and next like, day, oh. Hutch is, he calls her. He's like, hey, meet up with me. I've got something to tell you. And she's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And then the next day, he comes into a coma.
1: Yeah, Hutch. Hutch had been the friend who was like, did we mention this? That place hey, that haunted. building is fucking haunted. There's been nothing but, like, cults living there in there. There was a guy like,
2: who was a Satanist that got beaten to death almost in the lobby. And it's was like, well, you know, who hasn't had some guy beaten to death in their lobby in New York? It's, and, and, it's, and then there are a cannibal town. ladies that lived there. They did eat a bunch of babies, yeah.
1: But to be fair, I they were delicious. The third floor. <laughs> 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 it's the veal of people. But he's, and on the third floor from? there was several homosexuals and they're like, uh, oh, it's fine. He's like, I don't know, it's a bridge too far. <laughs> but so they ignore him and he's like, this place is strange. I know things. I know how to use the Dewey Decimal System very well, and I'm going to find a book about this because it's 1967 and there's no fucking <laughs> way to find anything. So he finds a he doesn't. You don't know what he finds because he's in a coma. He gets old man itis and he has to <laughs> because he's in, in his fifties. And, uh, you know, but the important thing in that scene when he goes to leave, he's like, Where's my other glove? And, like, Oh no, the dementia started. <laughs> and so he leaves. <laughs> and then the dad, uh, the husband guy is like, Go back to sleep. I'm going to get an ice cream one, cone. And at one point in the, the summer around here, she, I think it is, she goes to visit uh, Saperstein again. She's like, fucking, this is not cool, the pain. And he's like, It'll stop any day t- day now. It sounds like you've got period. women's disease. <laughs> He said literally says, I'll, it'll stop any day now, period. Are you sure you haven't been lying about your age? <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's the women with less flexible joints that have this problem. It's because of are articulating the pelvis. Yes. Everyone knows women are like a part caterpillar and they have a segmented <laughs> pelvis. <laughs> so uh, then, they have then she a, starts eating they
2: have like a, raw beef. She gets weird cravings. She, yeah, she's eating raw meat, but she can't have salt. Salt is bad. Which can't have pregnant have women beer, do then. have
1: weird cravings? Yeah, that's that a thing. This beer has sea salt in it, so she yeah, can't. This, can't have this.
2: this would cast a devil out. I mean, allegedly, Jimmy's Jimmy's transforming.
1: Oh, so was mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks in hell or whatever <laughs> <laughs> for free. Um, anyway, so he <laughs> <laughs> <you> didn't even. <laughs> So then she's, uh, and then they have a dinner party and they invite all their friends. Their her friends are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go see a doctor. They're like, I've got a doctor. He's a Jewish one. Like, they can't be trusted. Go see a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: fucking pretty ridiculous. And
2: then as soon as she's about to see a real doctor, the pain stops because the baby's like, oh, I got to lay
1: low for a bit, allegedly. Because everyone knows the fucking end of this book because it's stupid. Um, it's, I mean, it, yeah, I'll have thoughts on what we could have made this a better book. Oh yeah, like most of it Not um, making it <laughs> anything, Like not writing it Yeah, that, it, it didn't exist if This was still a tree And so uh, then
2: after a few months Of her being blissfully pregnant and forgetting her friend uh, He dies in the hospital Of coma And then he wakes up for a second and he tells them oh, I found a book Get this book to Rosemary And She's like, I gotta go find the book i
1: she goes a <laughs> It's about time She knew <laughs> before we get to what's in that book i just found this other ridiculous line i highlighted from her pregnancy when she's complaining about her woman pain because she's weak and feeble apparently and the husband got uh, she's like well, i feel fucking terrible and she looks awful but guy insisted otherwise what are you talking about he said you look great it's that haircut that looks awful yeah if you want the, the truth honey hair. That's the biggest mistake you ever made in your whole life. So his pregnant wife is in pain. And he's like, "Your haircut's shitty." Like he turns into like kicker when she's Billy down, on the man. street. Like he's just like a ridiculous like <laughs> just <laughs> the mean gay friend from a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> this looks sassy, like girl. The only thing you got to worry about are those bangs. <laughs> he just comes <laughs> out with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she's like,
2: "Oh, he's right. Daddy knows best." She's in crippling pain for months, and all she had was that haircut. <laughs>
1: He's like, oh, Jesus, it's just so hard for me to fuck you with that haircut. (laughs) It's not doing it for me at all, honey. Because, you know, he was a sensitive lover. He was not renting out her womb to the devil or anything.
2: No, no, never
1: did that. Um, So then then uh, Hutch is like, get this book. And she gets the book from him Witches for Dummies. (laughs) Basically.
2: (laughs) And in the book is like a bunch of witch stuff. And then she discovers, through some plot devices, that don't make much sense. She said,
1: it's an anagram. It's an anagram. Yeah. Fucking, I suck at
2: those. Roman's dad is the guy, the Satanist, that was beaten to death or almost to death in the lobby of the building. And she's like, oh, I figured it all out. They're witches. And you know what? To be fair, yes, she absolutely did figure it out. But there was no reason to make that assumption.
1: Well, she had noticed some other things. She was like, "Why do they only have black candles in their house? And oh, why yeah. do they have all the fucking stinky Tannis root why shit do have everywhere? These big
2: pentagrams and blood on the ceiling. Oh, that's yeah. just <laughs> modern
1: art. <laughs> What's all this pile of baby skulls? <laughs> <laughs> the skulls of our enemies. That's <laughs> <laughs> from Pottery Barn. <laughs> it's really nice. It's a great centerpiece. You know, skull and barrel." <laughs> Why do
0: you have a shrine to Bahamut, the goat god, in your
2: living room? I mean, if you were oh, pray no to pray god, wouldn't you praise to the goat? It's it's just modern He's the goat. Art. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Oh, he's
0: just such an up-and-coming artist. <laughs> have you heard his new mixtape?
2: <laughs> that shit is oh fire. <laughs> and brimstone. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, so, I don't want to hang out with them anymore. They're all witches. And guy is like, Fuck you. But okay, whatever. It's fine. And she tells the doctor, I already got what I
1: wanted. I think everyone's a witch. And he's like, You're a stupid. She bitch. goes to the. She goes to the first doctor. The she sneaks and goes to the original doctor.
2: She goes to the fir- She goes to the second doctor first. And she's like, Oh yeah. You should. Go, you should. I got. I don't want to. I don't touch anyone. I don't like them. They're all witches. She's like, You're being a little cray cray right now. Um, but don't worry because I heard that. Roman and Minnie were like leaving town forever because he's gonna die like any minute, and he wouldn't want to feel bad about it because of the baby. But they're like leaving right now because he's a wanderer and he just got to go see Czechoslovakia or some shit before he dies. And And so they leave. Yeah, he wanted
0: to go to Dubrovnik. He wanted to see the great cities of the world: Paris, Rome, and. City in
2: Czechoslovakia to Croatia. 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 Croatia Croatia, yeah. That's Croatia. where they filmed. That's where uh, um, Game of Thrones was. Game of Thrones was filmed, yeah, a lot of it. King's Landing. That's what she wanted. That's what he wanted to say. Yeah, He was like, I know they're going <laughs> to shoot Game of Thrones fifty years. <laughs> so they leave, and he's like, Wow, that's cool. And then she runs into guy's old vocal coach, who teaches him how to talk in a mid-Atlantic accent because it's the '60s, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing good. He's like, oh, thanks for those tickets you gave us to whatever the fuck. He's like, I never gave anybody tickets. He's like, Guy's a witch, too. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And then she realized, like, wait a second. She's always she correct, but there's for... not a lot of reason to make these assumptions.
1: Yeah, there are clues, but they're not great clues. No, she's either, um, she's
2: either incredible or just this is badly written.
0: So she realizes that. Uh, I have that. a hunch which one it is. So she, like, finally puts it all together. Like, the reason why Guy's career has finally taken off is because she's made a deal with the witches next door and, like, put a spell on the guy, made took away his sight. Like, put a spell on the guy who got the big part so that Guy could get the part instead because he's blind. He can't, he can't do it anymore. Uh and, he, and that's why he's got this career. It's because of magic, black magic. And she's like, Oh no. And so she calls the first gynecologist and says, Can you see me today? Can you see me today and deliver the baby today? And he's like,
1: first he's like, No. Nah. He's like, I've seen enough pussy for one day. And she's like, <laughs> Please, I won't queef and he's like right. Well, she goes she goes to the other doctor her. Her uh,
2: Saperstein first she's in the waiting room and the, the, the uh, secretary is like hey you don't stink as much as usual because <laughs> she's yeah. no longer wearing the tennis shirt necklace she's like you're not such a smelly bitch I like your new cologne he's like oh I just stopped wearing that thing he's like you know you smell like a lot like that old smelly bitch doctor she's like the doctor's in on it, too. I should have known. He's not to be trusted as one he's of the chosen. He's <laughs> a <laughs> And so then she calls the have, old doctor.
1: He's probably the head. The head <laughs> witch. Or should I say Rabbi Saperstein? <laughs> I should have known when I always had to haggle with him over the copay.
2: This is all written by Ira Levin, too. So it's really, I, I really didn't understand.
1: I think he was just playing to his o- the audience of nineteen sixties America. It's like yeah, yeah, whatever.
2: Though Catholics Though, are a small part of America. So she calls her old doctor and he's like, please come help me because my current doctor and all my neighbors are clearly Satanists.
1: Can't see him. <laughs> he's a satanic Jew and he's like, Come right over, right now.
2: Yeah, I don't trust them either. Don't and waste so any time.
1: He's like, I'll meet you in <laughs> that the tortured office.
2: race. <laughs> He got so much sensitivities from his tortured race, um, <laughs> and so, and then he narks on her and said, "Your wife is yeah, having woman bitch. problems and being a real bitch. So uh, come uh, get your wife."
1: Hyst- like she has hysteria. She what does on. have hysteria. She's got, she's got uh, womb induced craziness. <laughs> she's, she's got hysteria. That's what that is. And then.
2: Uh, Oh, we also she met, she met with the blind guy and found out that guy switched ties with him. So that's how they cast a spell, because that's how spells work. You need his You tie. need to have something of the person, so that's why Hutch's glove yeah. was missing. So she knows guys in on it. And so they 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 go to the doctor to pick her up, and she's like, oh, you got me, bitches. And then she runs in, and she runs ahead of them. You know, the nine-month pregnant woman beats them in a foot race to the apartment and locks the door. Uh, so they deserved it. Yeah. So uh, then she gets uh, unconscious. Forget how they get get to her. I mean, he's got a key, and he, the, those door but chains are like not ch- that impressive. Give her
0: an injection or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I doctor, forget what it is. It was Doctor oh, uh, Doctor Saberstein
2: so, yeah. had, an, had a had a needle full of knockout juice, and they put her <laughs> in a bed. And she's like, "All right, you gotta you get you're being a real psycho. You gotta chill out. You know, you got prepartum depression or something." Um. <laughs> You're being sugar You need to relax. <laughs> and also, she gets into the apartment, and while they're trying to break in, she's trying to call anybody, but she is hampered by the fact that she doesn't know anyone's phone number, and she can't call for help. That's like today. <laughs> yeah. Very, you know, he. this is basically sci-fi for how well he predicted the future.
0: <laughs>
2: Though she didn't just call 911. Um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so then she's unconscious, and uh, then... She then wakes she's unconscious for a little while, and then the they baby. wake her up and say, "You had the baby and it died." Um, and they said, "You have prepartum crazies. You know the baby's dead. Real sorry, but you know we'll have another baby. Don't worry about it. But let's keep milking you. Uh, yeah, just milk into this cup for a little bit. I'll just squeeze them out here. And uh, thanks. It's, don't it's get them milk your dirty. Own good. She tries to put, like, the coffee cup spoon and things. Like, yeah. oh, don't get the milk dirty. We need that milk. It's like, well, for what? She, like, she knows
1: they're, they're lying to her. Because she can hear she a baby. And they're like, oh, there's a baby moved in upstairs. Like, I doubt it. I know that's my Satan baby next door. Well, the baby only cries. Like, they only come for her milk. And when she hears the cries, you know, she, like, connects the two. Yeah. And it's next door. Like, it's... Like, <laughs> there are still thin walls. It's still bad construction.
2: Yeah. because you know? <laughs> <laughs> she used to hear Minnie and Roman fucking for Baphomet. But, you know, oh, God. nonetheless... <laughs> Um, Slow down, my sciatica. <laughs> Hold on, this is, this is old people sex. Oh God! And then she saves all of her sleeping pills that he's giving her, and she knocks out her guard, which is a ninety-five-year-old woman. Um, and then goes through the
1: secret passageway, even though she just could have gone through the broom out the front closet door into another front door. It's the same same thing. Well, they do say at the beginning of the book, their apartments had all once been you know really big apartments had been chopped up. Yeah. So they have secret doors. Well, they find that
2: secret closet behind a secretary desk in like the first chapter like i wonder why she had that like probably because she was crazy <laughs>
1: she was an old bitch But <laughs> she know? she had too much of the herb and then she, she was growing
2: on task. her own
1: <laughs>
2: in new york she had a meth lab so then she goes into the <laughs> other room and there's like a cradle and she looks closely what is that what's that shiny thing <gasps> It's an upside-down crucifix. The blasphemy. And in the cradle is a tiny little baby. But With it's, demon eyes. It's got demon eyes, and it's got little nubbin horns or something.
1: You, yeah. Does it have yeah, hooves?
2: It, I think it has And hooves, it's wearing little gloves because they're it like, oh, why, like, why
0: is that? Oh, it's because it has claws, and it will Whoa. claw itself if we also, don't put these, little glove, glo- put these little mittens on it.
1: That's a real thing for babies. Regular babies <laughs> do that, too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: With
1: their shitty like, little hands. If you don't cut their, keep their nails really short, they can easily scratch themselves. Because their skin is like, it's just made out of whatever Play-doh. ball skin is made out of. You know, it's like the most sensitive skin. <laughs> you can <laughs> easily just claw right down to the marrow. And they just flail because they're fucking, like evolution really is stupid. Because they are useless creatures. Like, well, oh, most shit. should die. <laughs> so That's true. So then and she's then, like,
2: oh no, look at this cute little Satan baby. And they're like... We just love Satan, and this is his son, Adrian. He's like, No, it's Andrew. And it's like, I think it's Adrian. Like, No, it's Andrew. And they're like, Oh, fine. Jesus Christ, woman. Fine. Whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, they, <laughs> fine. They're like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hail. Yeah, yeah Andy And They, fine they all too, say, whatever. Hail
2: Satan over and over again,
1: except one man. Oh, says something well, you different. Out. <laughs> Best character, like there's like a whole bunch of people there. They're like, let's check out this baby. They're all like taking several, turns. And there's one character named who is, characters, and then there's one who is the Japanese. Is <laughs> <laughs> he stands in for the entire race of Japanese people? And he says something. The Japanese. What does he say? Knows, <laughs> it's amazing. Nate, <laughs> Nate, do what what does he say? It? Nate. I fucking highlighted I it.
2: do not remember. He says, "Hair <laughs> Satan." <laughs> They wrote it out phonetically That he couldn't say L's And it was I, the second uh, time in the book That that happened But the first time was when they're talking about the war And uh, uh, And they're like He um, says he made a bonus speech at the UN War never again he told them And then Guy says
1: Ratsa Ruck <laughs> Well that was Guy being a racist asshole But here it's the author being a racist yeah, racist <laughs> asshole <laughs> Because the passage is great. They're like, his power is stronger than stronger, Roman said. Hail Satan, Helen Wees said. His might will last longer than longer. Hail Satan, the Japanese <laughs> said. It's like everyone's just shouting shit about Satan. There's, there's a Japanese person there for no reason. Who is also obsessed with his camera. Yeah. <laughs>
2: he's just a quintessential Japanese tourist stereotype.
1: <laughs> he's like, when is the Bukaki up? But he's, he says two words. And yeah, that's the only word he says. One is it, hair. He's uh, like, a, ro- a Rosemary. <laughs> like, he can't say anything. Right? It's like, why the fuck is this here? Like, it's, on, it's 96% through the book that comes in. Like, did, did you really need to at the last? He's like, I know what this book is missing. <laughs> <laughs> the war- World War II is still in people's memories. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Japanese Satanist in my book. And he's going to talk like that, <laughs> it's and then
2: there. yeah, they're like Rosemary. Uh, Satan uh, came into you, and now <laughs> you, have, you have you birth the 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 this thing that's going to rule the world and kill all the other people who don't like Satan or some shit. And also, he needs a mommy because he's still a little and baby. <laughs> and
1: all those hormones from pregnancy kick in, and she's like, "I'll be a good mommy."
2: And
0: Rose Rosemary is like, "Well." You know, like, I just... This baby is Satan. It is literally Satan's baby. But she's like, but it's also my baby. So I'm going to still (laughs) love it like a baby. And then she decides that, like, sort of the end of the book, as she's, like, rocking the baby. She's like, yep, I'm just going to be the mother of Satan. Boom, the end.
1: Yep. I I didn't know that last part, because once once you had the Japanese, guest said, hair Satan. I was like, there's nothing else to read. (laughs) It's his... That's it. A plus. 10 out of 10 book. That's all I needed. <laughs> the book about Satan raping a housewife. Just I, I was just holding out hope for the Japanese <laughs> stereotype, and it came in there, thank goodness, and I stopped. Nailed it. Nailed it in one. Yeah, it's stuck the landing.
2: So who of us has not seen the movie before we read this? I have not seen the movie. Wow, wow. Nathan, but did you know the end was.
0: I, th- I, I, like, I thought that's what was happening at the end. Like so you I actually wasn't didn't, sure? you didn't know? I, I had a feeling that's what it was. Because yeah. I've heard the expression, like, oh, and it's like Rosemary's
2: baby. Like, oh. Yeah, it's
0: pretty much like that must cultural be knowledge at this point. So I like, kind of knew, but I haven't actually seen the movie. So I feel like
2: having seen the movie and like, knowing the ending really makes the entire book worthless almost.
1: I would say that the book makes the book worthless. Yeah. I mean, I,
2: it, wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing I ever read. It was fine,
1: but it's 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 a dated. It's like it's very
2: letter. dated because it's like this is not scary at all. It is it is about as scary as an unsettling poison ivy rash after a picnic. I'll give it that. <laughs> um, but like the whole concept is so dated. Nothing even really happens until
0: halfway through. I mean, it's not a long book, but and it's then also like. More nothing continues to happen. <laughs> halfway through, and they're still like, yeah, so, yeah, we're just having dinner with a weird neighbor couple next door, and then it's still
2: nothing has happened. And, it, and it's, it's boring, yeah. There's a lot of waiting. And you'd figure, like, once the Satan child is born, that's when the story starts, but that's when the story ends. And apparently there's a sequel, but it's trash, and I'm not going to ever read it, so I don't know.
1: Oh, look. punishment books have to come out. No, I'm sure it's, it's not that bad. It's just like, ugh, this is a waste of everyone's time. He wrote it, like, it's his last book, I think, that he published. What if like I could just milk that for a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> a little get out of that Satan Rose Rosemary's toddler. <laughs> <laughs> you are a very bad boy, Satan. Like, ah... Oh, the terrible twos are even more terrible. When you're I the want son another of the devil. cookie or
2: I'm going to get a plague of wokus on you.
1: <laughs> so uh, I saw the movie only once, and that was one time too many because it is a slow, boring, and shitty movie. It is
2: very faithful to the book. Yep. Where also not much happens. And Rosemary is equally worthless as a character.
1: Yeah, she's just like, oh, no. That's I feel like she's just like, character. he
2: was in Luther and the Albatross
1: and several commercials at least 14 times. Nobody loves an Albatross. So I, the amount of times it was said, I was wondering if I should recognize that reference. I feel like it's not a real thing. It is a real thing. Is it real? It's a play from 1963. I just I looked it up. I was like, w- that can't be a real thing. And it's a play that was on Broadway for a year. No, for... 2 months or 6 months in this in 1963 to
2: 1964. It's
1: not great. And it's a satire of the US television industry. And god damn does it sound bad. Wow. And the a... other one was Luther, and I have no idea what Luther was. Luther oh, was the life a qu-
2: of a quite good uh, Idris Elba show.
1: <laughs> I don't think he was in that. Probably not no. The, lo- the play Luther is it's a, it's a biopic of, of Luther Vandross
2: uh, starring Guy it's Woodhouse.
1: A, it's a biopic of Martin Luther. Is it boy, really? does that sound terrible. Yeah. And it all the, the reviews say, nailed it. <laughs> Got 95 problems, but this play ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think uh, the book and the movie suck, but I think... Well, you gave it three stars. Have, because it's a dated, old piece of shit, and for what it is, it's fine. It's also really short. Yes. It's not I a big it, investment. I think, in I think I read
2: it in a day.
1: It, it took me about a day and a half, like... Without you know, it's like oh god, let's just finish this shit. It's like three hours of reading. Yeah, so
2: I can see why it was popular. I guess um, I can see why it was scary in the '60s, but now there's absolutely nothing remotely scary about this concept.
1: Well, maybe like the thing of like oh, in the city, you know, like you know, so many people there versus earlier time, you know, in American history, the anonymity, like you don't know what your neighbors are really like. Maybe there was something about that you could say if you're writing a fucking college paper.
2: I say if you're doing a
1: college paper, yes.
2: I think otherwise it's just, ooh, Satan's baby. That's scary. It's
1: unnerving, yeah. And it's unsettling as a
2: rash. I
1: think, on your bottom, (laughs) you can't settle at all. I think if a better author handled this, it would have been ambiguous. You know, like it could have been, is Rosemary right or is she legitimately crazy? That would have made an interesting story. Where if it ends and it's like, who fucking knows? Like, there's clues that could go either way. That could make it an interesting book. The baby doesn't have hooves. But no, it's, it's fucking beats you over the head with it. Hair Satan. Hair <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but maybe the part at the end that's supposed to be kind of like spooky or, or like a, a twist is that she, she's like, Oh, I'll raise my Satan baby because, you know, that's cool. The Satanists win. Maybe that's supposed to be the unsettling part of it.
2: I think the whole concept of like being afraid of Satan is, a, is very dated now. It's like The Exorcist. Yeah, well, I mean, in The yeah. Exorcist,
0: even, it was, like, it was a generic demon. And more people probably believed in stuff like that in 1968 slash 1971 when The Exorcist came out. And it yeah. was a little bit more shocking and a little bit more like, oh, the devil...
2: But now totally. it's just stupid. In the exorcist, it's like silly. things happened throughout it, and it was like, oh, spooky, weird shit. And it was like, oh, it's a demon. It could be any demon. doesn't matter. This is like, she was there, and then she got pregnant, and then she had a baby, and it was the baby of the devil. And she's like, cool. I'm going to raise this Don't baby. And when that, was that was it. Nothing happened for most of
1: the book. Milkshakes. She had a lot of smoothies made by the she devil's had a hand. A lot maiden. of smoothies. She was just sh- shit in her fucking brains. She had a stink <laughs> necklace. A lot of kale. It's just like kale smoothies every day. (laughs) 11,000
2: grams of fiber every day.
1: (laughs) She was like a luge.
2: That's
1: why she was was so thin. Firing it him out. (laughs) That was the scariest part. Like, will the plumbing survive? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Tune in next week. Bramford. Burning through these lead pipes. (laughs) Rosemary's waterfall in the bathroom every time (laughs) she was in there. (laughs) Yeah, I, I it's not it's not scary at all. I wasn't remote, I, but I also wasn't scared by the movie. And The Exorcist scares the shit out of me to this day. Whereas the movie, at least the book, was stupid. But this was not. I didn't see anything scary about it. I just thought it was silly and boring. And about the same length of time as the movie to read it. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> that movie is long. I don't know. And Roman Polanski would like to shit on a young girl. Probably he would be like, "Oh, let me get some of that kale shake." Yeah. Well, Mia
2: Farrow was a little too old for him, so
1: he was like. Fuck, like a thirteen-year-old girl or something like that. It was something. Oh, she was very a kid. young. Yeah, she was a kid. Then he ran away to wherever he's hiding out now. Italy? Is it France? Italy? Is that where he lives? I think. I don't know. Maybe. I don't forget. Whatever. He sucks. Do you know that movie though features, um, what's his name in his first role? The guy, the dad from fucking uh, Beethoven. <laughs> Charles Grodin. Yeah, his first film role is Rosemary's Baby. Wow, does he play the baby? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody's uh, got to start
2: somewhere. Five Saint Bernards and Satan's baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's see, where does he live now? Uh, I think he died. I find out with us. Oh, he's still alive.
2: Somehow, Romanovsky
1: is still alive. Because. Uh, for every kid he raped, he fucking got years added to his life. And yet he like, still he didn't like, just is... like he
2: didn't just like bang a kid, like he abused a kid. Oh yeah. It was a nightmare. It was really bad. And yet he's still beloved in Hollywood because of all the yeah. Satan worshipers.
1: But seriously, like it's interesting, like with the whole uh, like maybe I missed it. But with the whole Me Too and Harvey Weinstein thing, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, like, it's they were, they
2: were, wildly hypocritical. Well, They're still like, hey, why didn't he fine. get called
1: in there? He won
0: Oscars. Everybody in knew exile. about
2: it already.
1: It wasn't new news. They're like, that girl's old now. <laughs> yeah, she's old enough she's, now. <laughs> in a long enough timeline, no one's a pedophile. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are we talking
1: cosmically? Because like,
2: then we're all <laughs> pedophiles. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that guy, I forget, I don't know. Let
2: ye who has not fucked a cosmic child cast
1: the first (laughs) stone. That sounds like something from a hippie would say. (laughs) Let's see, where is he hiding now? I I can't find it because his his Wikipedia page is very complicated. Uh, Who cares where he lives? Fuck him. He sucks. Yeah, He He had a movie called The Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I had a joke about that. A guy goes into a bar, and on the bar top is a tiny little man playing a piano and he goes to the bartender's like you know this joke nate yes i do and he's like I don't know what one. the fuck is that about and the guy's like there's a genie in the bathroom that grants wishes and he says like okay so he goes to the bathroom and then you know you can imagine cinem- cinematically the doors burst open to this bathroom and just a flock of fucking birds fly out of it an enormous swarm of birds and the guy comes out and is like man I think that's fucking genie's hard of hearing because I wished for a million bucks and that's all—that's a million ducks. <laughs> and the bartender's like, "Yeah, you ain't kid, you telling me you think I wished for an eleven-inch penis?" <laughs> 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 so, who should read this book?
2: No, no one, one ever needs to read this Absolutely book. Absolutely no one. You could <laughs> like, you could read this book if you hate the Japanese.
1: It will. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best. The best part of the book, <laughs> the most enjoyable part of the book, honestly for me, was when that came. Out. I was like, I can't believe this is fucking here. <laughs> this doesn't need to. It really be here. came out of nowhere, just like, oh my <laughs> god, what's the point of this part? It's, yeah, it's not like that Japanese guy was the whole move, the whole book. He like was he was just there for the end, so he could write. Like that he was out the think, ha, super ha, of the building funny joke. <laughs> it's just. I think it was just like, "How look at their international network of Satan worshippers." They even have a Japanese guy with his camera. You know, it was that was the best part of the book. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. In terms of joy, I felt laughing at like how fucking ridiculous this. That was my favorite part of the book. Yeah, that and every time there was just incredible sexism. Also, there was a couple, some several comments about the Negroes in the book. And you're like, oh my god, is this? Is there weren't that was many, a, though. Surprisingly. He was a very friendly, helpful Negro, like that kind of comment, Like, did you have to say that? Okay, I guess you had to say that. It was 1967, but Jesus Christ. I mean, aside from
2: the racist and sexist language throughout, it was a fine book, but it was not <laughs> that interesting. It was like, oh, I mean, honestly, the entire thing is ruined by knowing the end. Like if you know the end cold, like, you know, the point of it, it defeats the entire purpose of the book. And yes, it's not very subtle because it's poorly written and it would have been better by someone else who was better. But knowing the end ruins... It's like knowing the end of the fucking Sixth Sense. It's like, okay, this changes the entire plot. Nate, have you seen Sixth Sense? Yes. Okay. Knowing what's
0: on the cover of The Exorcist. It's also like, I know what happens in this book. Well, the There's The exorcist. exorcist very
2: straightforward. About that. And so you don't need 80% of the book. That's because well, yeah. the movie made yeah. it way more about the exorcism part, which was the good part. This book, the movie was basically very similar.
1: Yeah. Like shot for shot. Basically. And that's
2: why most of the movie was boring.
1: Yep. She had a weird dream. And America which like, wasn't fuck. that bad. It was fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was probably pretty, pretty, pretty aggressive for 1967 or whatever. But, you know, whatever. She could rock that.
1: She's going for like a like a Twiggy look or something like one of those. People. That was
2: probably the time when Twiggy was a thing, yeah.
1: Twiggy uh, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was late like sixties. Yeah, she yeah. was in the big in the sixties, yeah, yeah it like was Twiggy. Oh, Twiggy! I can't believe we fucking knew who that is. That is like a million years before our time. Nate, remember that youngin? Uh, <laughs> oh, she was great. we <laughs> <laughs> were like, ah, she, uh, th- this she kid's gonna bee- be bees. something one day. Yeah. <laughs> So no one should read it, and thanks for suggest. Thanks for making us read it, patrons. Thanks for picking the short and one. Yeah, but we volunteered to read the longer book for the live episode. Well, it came in second,
2: so we have done whatever came in second. It's just unfortunate for us; it's the longest one.
1: That's how Stephen King
2: Junior. Pages, so maybe it's not that bad.
1: I'll tell you this: it's not going to have nearly as many fun passages with the Japanese. We don't know that. If it does, I'll be fucking floored. Oh my god! If yeah. No, who <laughs> has that too? Might be the best book ever um.
0: <laughs> Well, tell us what you thought Send us an email to DrunkEyesBookClub at gmail.com Or follow us on Twitter at DrunkEyesBC
1: Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunk book club. And if you've listened to this long, why not head over to Patreon.com slash club to support the podcast with your monies, or just leave us a review wherever you're listening, and support us with your um, goodwill And
2: you can join us on Goodreads
1: where we hail
0: books! And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.